0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain. It's free, firstly, and there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will share your podcast for you so that it can be heard on podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make your first podcast episode all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to Memoirs of Faith podcast, brought to you by yours truly, Verona. And I'm so excited and glad that you are here tuned in, listening to me share topics related to faith, food, and fitness. I pray that wherever you're listening in from, whatever episode you're tuned into, that it would encourage you and help you stand in the word of god help you apply these truths and these tips to these areas in your life hope you enjoy in today's episode i'm going to be talking about three mistakes that i've made with nutrition and i'm going to get straight into it some of these have scriptures in uh some don't uh, but i'm just going to just go straight into it and the first mistake that i've made with nutrition is that i went on a diet i tried the latest fad diet to lose weight until I started to slack and then eventually I stopped because I started to see the small wins and then I got sidetracked. Cue comparison right there. Depression and then feeling like I failed again. So ever since I started my journey uh, from when my colleague told me that I looked like I had a fat suit on to starting a fad diet. And then it just spiraled and continued and continued and continued to just start a diet, stop a diet, start a diet, stop a diet. And I actually had a personal trainer. When that work colleague and we all worked in the same office at that particular time, we did a few shifts together. We began to be friends. He showed me one of the other colleagues that was in the workplace as well. He showed me how he worked with that particular person and how much of a difference that they made. So that was what made me decide to work with him other than building a relationship and a friendship with him so he was professional oh my goodness did he work me hard oh my gosh but i began to see benefits but All along, all I was doing was working on the external. Now, my internal was bruised by my colleague's comment about that she felt like I looked like a fat suit on. And I remember specifically at that time, I was so painfully shy and insecure that I didn't feel confident in who Christ had called me to be, though I'd been invited to sing at an event. And I'm like, why would this person ever choose me? But sometimes it's not me that chooses me, it's God that chooses us to bless somebody else that we cannot see and he's encouraging by us specifically and the gifts that he has put inside of us. So I agreed to go singing on that event and then it took me ages to put something on because I was at my heaviest weight then and I was classed as overweight and obese for my age, my height and my size and i finally found something it was black and i finally found an outfit that i was comfortable enough in to go out and sing and i'd already agreed i couldn't back out now because people knew that i was coming to sing at the event so i had to go and i went and the thing is i told my colleagues over just before the weekend so it was a friday we were talking about it and they were like just take lots of pictures and i never liked taking pictures anyway because of the size that i was i took a picture and then when i came back into the office on monday They were excited to hear, okay, so show me, show me, how was it? How was the event? Show us pictures. So I showed them pictures, and then she looked at my phone, and then she burst into hysterics. And I was like, huh, what's so funny? She was just like, you look like, what's it called, that man that was in that? what's it called you look like you like manning it was in the film she couldn't think of what the film was called and that's how she was speaking and i was like huh and then she finally got it and said that i look like i've got on a fat suit uh why would i put on extra and additional layers of fat and then just pretend that's the way i look i wouldn't do that nobody does that unless you're of course in that film so that was what she said and i was like there were people in the office at the time and she bellowed with laughter she thought it was so hilarious and i didn't find it funny but i had to laugh because everybody else was around and Then I think I remember telling my friend at the time, who also works with us, who is a personal trainer, that I need to be trained. And that's how we agreed to have the personal training sessions. And then the workplace unfortunately closed down. So we didn't work together anymore. We still kept in touch, but because it was too far out for me to travel for a PT session, I decided I was going to sign up to a gym. I don't think I signed up to a gym until a few years later. Cue the diets that I kept going in and out of. And I never did change my mindset. That's the thing that I didn't change. So working on the external, not working on the internal just meant that i kept repeating the same cycle and if we go to 1 corinthians 6 13 in the message version says you know the old saying first you eat to live and then you live to eat well it may be true that the body is only a temporary thing but that's no excuse for stuffing your body with food or indulging it with sex since the master honors you with a body honor him with your body now some people might be like whoa sex what are we talking about i thought this was about faith food and fitness (laughs) but this is the whole context of the scripture now in particular if we go back to, again, I, I this is just who I am, sorry guys, uh, this is just who I am, this is how Christ has made me, so if it sounds a bit like we're in a bible study, yes, let's study the word, let us study the word of God, brethren, so, well it may be true that the body is only a temporary thing, but that's no excuse for stuffing your body with food, or indulging it with sex. Now, Paul, I love Paul. When he's rebuking the church of Corinth, he's just going in, he's not mincing his words, and he's just telling them as it is. So he's saying to them, there's no excuse for stuffing your body with food. Now, if we imagine Paul speaking to us, God is using Paul to speak to us, and he says those words to us in this current time and day that we're listening to this podcast. How would you respond to Paul? Now, if you know that you're somebody that struggles with that specifically, stuffing your body with food as according to the message version, um, or even indulging it with sex if if, if, if if you wanted to continue there. But let's focus on the food. Now, how would you respond to Paul if he's telling you that? If you are being rebuked by Paul, how are you going to feel? Now, I love when the word applies to us. Now, when I used to teach the Bible studies, we used to follow this method called SOAP. S-O-A-P. So S stands for scripture. O stands for observation. A is application. And P is prayers. O, observing. So I would observe in this passage what is being said, what's being taught. So what is Paul saying and what is God saying to us now, particularly through this particular verse? How can I A, apply it to my life today? This is currently in New Testament. How can I apply that to my life where he's rebuking about how they're just living reckless and he's rebuking them. Now this particular version also talks about food. So that's why some in, my, in research, that's how people use this scripture. I know how I would react if this was me and Paul just rebuked me straight like that. In the message, I love it, I just love how straight it is I love that it doesn't just go S-O-A And it ends with P How can I pray? So when I'm teaching or when I taught the ladies When we did the Bible studies That is what I would encourage us to do So we've got the scripture 1 Corinthians 6.13 In the message version Sometimes I'd also actually write it down Um, And once they've written it down So I'm praying through this So if this was me and Paul was talking to me I would be like whoa And I know that I'm stuffing my body with food Now for me the struggle has been sweets and sugar I never knew that I was addicted to sugar. I never knew. I just looked for... I like chocolate and I like sweets, so I'll just eat them. It wasn't until I was having withdrawal symptoms, and this was very, very recent. I was having withdrawal symptoms, and there's research and studies that say that sugar is at, sugar is addictive, It's actually addictive, and it can give you the high as drugs do for certain drug types that having sugar that release the effect of dopamine in our brain and then gives the same response as high a class drugs now when i'm sitting down and it's the afternoon so i've eaten lunch it's about 3 p.m and i'm still in the middle of the day I'm still at work now because we're in a lockdown I'm at home and I'm hearing so many clients speak to they say the same thing how I'm just eating this quarantine life has just got me eating just snacking I've got how many children and I'm just snacking help me I can't seem to get my nutrition on point I sat there I remember sitting there in the afternoon and I was like oh my goodness I'm not I haven't got shakes, haven't got any of those kind of visible signs, but I'm irritable. I'm irritable and I'm like, I want something sweet. My taste buds, funnily enough, or not funny, but my taste buds were not quite like, i need something sugary but i know that i was craving sweets and it was just on my brain it was on my mind and i felt so unsettled and so uneasy that i was just like wow i'm actually feeling like i'm experiencing withdrawals from sugar because i decided that week to just stop taking sugar and it only had been a couple of days and i was feeling it It was on my brain i was like i need sugar i need i need i need and then when i did give myself or give in to the sugar i was like whoa this is something here, this is, I can't, I can't do that. I can't live like this, Lord. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've revealed to me that there's an issue with sugar there. Now, going back to what Paul says, as the body's only a temporary thing, which is so true, the, the earthly body is such a temporary thing, but that's no excuse for stuffing your body with food. So just because our bodies are temporary, and then we are gonna go move on to glory, for those of us that have a relationship with Christ and have asked him to come into our hearts, it doesn't mean that there's an excuse for me to continually binge on sweets and chocolate. And when I binge, I don't eat a couple and then leave it there for over two, three days. It happens in one setting. Now, I know that God is calling me to be free from that, as he is calling you to be free from those things if you're struggling with the same things. So now using the method SOAP i would then take the scripture and i would then pray i would ask the holy spirit to bring to mind any area where i'm indulging in food or i'm stuffing my body with food show me lord where that is, and then I would pray. I would end on a prayer. Holy Spirit, help me. I need help with this. Whether it's a professional to come alongside me and help with that, Lord, I'm asking you send me a Christian professional if I'm a Christian, and I want that principles. I want somebody who knows how to stand with me in the Word of God, and I want that person to we at the end of our sessions that we can also pray. Even if she's not praying for me in the session, then she's praying um, after the session. Even if you're not a Christian. Um, I'm a Christian and that's something that I take um, seriously for my clients that I work with if they're not Christians I'm praying for them outside of the session and if they want to do that in the session and they ask me in the session then that's something that we can do but I tend to lift up each and every one of your needs to the Lord because I know how much of a struggle and stronghold this can be so that's what I would do with the scripture verse so that's what I did when I went on a diet and the next mistake that I made with my nutrition was that I started to skip meals so I decided that I'm going to jump on on the bandwagon i'm not going to eat for prolonged periods of time so i could lose weight and that's fast i wanted it quickly so i know i'm starving myself so there's a thing happening at this moment in time called intermittent fasting where you eat between a certain amount of time and you go over you don't eat for a number of hours And I decided, yeah, I'm on that. I'm going to go on that. And that's what I'm going to do. Because I think, yeah, that's the fastest way for me to lose weight. So that's what I did. I decided to start skipping meals. I did skip breakfast. Sometimes I'd skip dinner. I would just have a cup of tea. And I did that because I couldn't take the way that I looked on the outside. Again, this is an external change, but I wanted fast results. And the next one that I did, the next mistake that I made with my nutrition was to start comparing myself. So I compared myself to... Many, many, many other women. And I began to ask myself, why don't I look the way that she does? Like, if I'm skipping meals, I started on a diet, but I don't look the way that she does when she did the same diet as me, when she's done the intermittent fasting, when she skipped breakfast, why am I not looking like she did? We're both doing the same thing and we both start at the same time. I don't get it. Like, why? And then I'd begin to think of ways I could do it a little bit quicker. But these things, they kept me in destructive mindsets towards food for years. Whether I saw food as a companion, I saw food as a place to go to for encouragement in terms of I'm feeling down, so I'm going to go for supporting food to make me feel hashtag better i failed to see food for what it was and that's the source that gives us and our bodies energy what we need to survive and all that sciencey stuff (laughs) now i included another scripture here galatians 6 4 to 5 again in the message version so make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given and then sink yourself into that don't be impressed with yourself don't compare yourself with others Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Now, I absolutely love that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Like, for me, again, don't be so high and mighty that, oh, yeah, I've now lost the weight. Woohoo, look at me, I've now lost the weight. But then I hadn't done the internal work. I hadn't done the work in my mindset. I hadn't asked God to really uncover some of those roots, really take up the roots that gave me that, false perception of how I look on the outside and that spirit of comparison and also comparing myself to others and looking at somebody else's garden as if it's greener than mine and all of that kind of stuff and just not being happy with how Christ has made me. And again, not knowing and understanding, Lord, why do I see food or why do I go to food in these particular situations and in this particular way, rather than coming to you it was just a complete like it was a complete blindness over me in that particular area don't be impressed with yourself don't compare yourself with others each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life again applying the soap method to this scripture observation what's being said here what's being said to Galatians, uh, the church of Galatians, what's being said there? How can I apply this to my life? How can you apply this to your life? And then the prayer. The prayer point is specifically personally to you. It's personal to you. You can take that. And really pray through each verse, each line. Go to a version that you understand and that resonates with you. Your spirit resonates with you and pray that through. And doesn't mean that you can just pray it one day or you have to pray it one day. You can keep praying it. Keep praying it until you begin to see breakthrough in the things that you're praying and believing God for. But if this is you, we've got to change that. If this is you, if you were the same way that I was, we've got to change that. We've absolutely got to change It's time to switch up our stinking thinking and learn. Learn how to be mindful of the things that we eat. Mindful of the things that we're putting in our body. Don't get me wrong. Chicken fried steak, fried catfish, hush puppies, fries or chips if you're in the UK all taste like grandma's cooking and it's supposed to taste that way It it's supposed to taste good and I say that by grandma's cooking you know that if you go to grandma she's gonna really cook with grandma's secrets and grandma's secret recipe and she's gonna cook it good and that's the thing it's supposed to taste food is supposed to taste that way this kind of food that we crave that's not healthy it's supposed to do that that's how it's designed for us to kind of crave it and i don't know the science of it but that's how it is in terms of what they put in it and all of that stuff this is not that type of podcast where i'm gonna go do that but that's how it's designed to do whether it's in the packaging the packaging using bright colors that's what it's designed to do to entice us to buy it more, But the thing is, that when there's an imbalance between that and the nutrients that our bodies actually need, that's when we begin to see the external effects, which is weight gain, etc. And we focus on how we look on the outside. And if you've tried, you've failed, and you've started, and you've failed, and you're ready, you are ready to try again and again and again until you get your breakthrough, then these are some of the things that have helped me that I want to share with you. So if you have been somebody that has tried to do a diet but you've never quite involved Christ I want to help you to do that I want to encourage you how to do that if you've tried to do it on your own strength and in your own strength and just getting willpower be like yeah I can do this but you've got no scriptural backing or you haven't partnered with the Holy Spirit or you haven't invited the Holy Spirit in to help you on that journey then I want to encourage you to do that and the first thing that I did on my journey is I changed my mindset and I've put that as number one because I believe that's Where it starts is in our minds and then focusing on what we're putting into ourselves. As a woman, my faith is firmly rooted and established with Christ. Prayer is the first thing that I did before I changed my food. And I needed to pray. I had to pray because I, I, I couldn't do anything else. Nothing else was working. I could pray for everybody else. I could pray for break financial breakthrough. I could pray for my friends, parents who were unwell. I could pray for all of those things. But when it came to my health, I did not believe that I was worthy for God to come in and help me in that. Friends, that's a lie. That's not truth. That's not what God says. I know who God says I am because of what God says about us. And before I started to change my food, before I changed my food i needed to pray and ask god to help me if we go to the psalms if you look at Psalms, if you see the prayers of david where david is crying out to god this is an example if you're somebody that says i don't really know how to cry out to god read some of those psalms and david was just real with god David got raw with God, like he encouraged himself, he spoke to God, he was just honest with reverence and fear and holy respect to God. David still spoke to God openly and transparently and that's why I like David, I like David because of that, how transparent he was. And I'm so glad that he's written most of the Psalms and he's expressed his feelings, he didn't hide them from us, he shared them with us. And that's why I love the Old Testament because it's such a learning um curve and experience for us and i don't want to get sidetracked again but that's why i like the old testament and that can be a starting point for somebody who doesn't really know where to start if you're like i don't know where to start and feel free to message me feel free to dm me feel feel free to email me i love answering questions I'm, i'm here to help if you wanted me to to help you with that i'm happy to help so the second thing that i did was step out i stepped out and found after one step came another then another and another, and I'm still stepping. If you think of that footprints in the sand image where you've got your footprints and then Christ's Christ footprints next to us that's the same thing when I stepped out when we step out and we've invited God in we've prayed the first step we've prayed we've invited God in and then we take a step he is with us he's with us we've got promises in the word where he says that he is with us all the time and it's so like his word is just so amazing but when God says something three times and we are to pay special attention like when we're like when we're paying attention to scriptures like Joshua 1 9 and God says is, Do not be afraid. Now, is it that Joshua didn't hear? is it like Joshua you didn't hear me the first time let me tell you again you ain't heard me the second time I'm gonna tell you one more time now sometimes we need to take account of what does that mean like for me I'm somebody who's quite inquisitive and I like to explore things so when you're reading passages like that it's like okay God why did you ask him why did you say it to him three times did he not hear you the first time he may not have he may not have understood but when God is saying something once we need to pay attention three times now we really need to pay attention now the thing is now God said to Joshua do not be afraid for i am with you and it's so daunting when we don't know where we're stepping when we don't know what we're doing when we don't know where we're going it's so daunting i'm not going to pretend just because i'm sitting here and recording a podcast that oh yeah i got it all together i got it all together i know where i'm going no there are days and sorry about the american accent but there are days where i don't know where i'm going i don't know where to step out i don't i'm i'm afraid but when i'm afraid i'm still making sure god i'm afraid but i'm stepping and I know that the people that have gone before me, I know if you are with them, I know that you are with me, come on, that you will never leave me, nor forsake me, when the Bible talks about he will never leave us, it's not just me, he will never leave us, he will never forsake us, if after you don't, you've stepped out, you've put one foot, being confident that God will do all that he said he would do in our lives, we have to step, faith without works is dead, the Bible talks about, and it's my One of my prayers is, Lord, show me the practical steps to add to my faith. I can be so strong in my faith. In this mustard seed of faith that I'm planting and I'm pouring your word over it. Lord, give me the practical steps that I need to do to be able to add to my faith. So that it's not dead faith and it's not dead work. Show me the the practical things that I need to do. Show me the works that I need to add to my faith. To then step out to one, two, three, four, however many steps it takes to get to the next destination. Show me, Holy Spirit. I want to see. I want to see God. Open my eyes to see what it is you're showing us. Not me. Not me. I want to see. When I say I, I mean us in general. We I is us, not just me personally. And I know that defies English rules, but for the sake of the podcast. So Lord, I want to see. This is this is when I'm saying that it's like a corporate prayer where when you're talking to God, I want to do this, God. Help me do this. I love Anyway, that's, that's what I did on step two, stepping out. That's what I involved God in, in the stepping out. And I'm still stepping. As I said, I'm still stepping and still asking God to continually to show me. Because it's a continual journey and we're always learning. And the third and final step is I put skin in the game. Now, I never really understood what this meant because it's an American term. If it's English, I've never heard it in my English years. I heard it from an American and they told me that you've got to put skin in the game. And basically, that means when you're putting your hand in your pocket and you're actually paying, that's when sometimes people start to pay attention. So I spent money. I put my money in my health. I invested money into my health. The health and this one body, as Paul was talking about, is one body that we have, I invested it. Now, because it's cost me, it's cost me in sickness, it's cost my health, it's cost part of my body. And when God changed my mindset and helped me to understand that I'm worth it, we are worth it. We are worth the investment. Now, I took a long, hard look at why I was comparing and I realized it's because I didn't like the way that I looked and I needed to change it. I needed to put skin in the game. I needed to enroll in the gym, get healthier, nutritious foods, and keep doing that. I didn't buy everything and anything. I just bought stuff that would help me on the journey. Now, I'm still putting skin in the game. I'm teaching others to do the same. Putting skin in the game for yourself, your health, is worth the investment. Period. Now, ladies, I love and gents, if there's any gents listening, welcome. I love to spend time talking to you. I love to just spend time encouraging you in the word and sharing the things that God has helped me in these areas of nutrition he's still helping me he's still teaching me and as he's teaching me I'm teaching you and I'm sharing this with you as always would love to answer any questions if you've got any questions don't hesitate to dm me I'm still a little bit of a Facebook dinosaur so that's why I don't really give out my Facebook because there's um so my Instagram is at memoirsoffaith.co.uk and you can email me at faith fitness at memoirsoffaith.co.uk. Until next time, you've been listening to Faith, Food and Fitness Memoirs of Faith podcast brought to you by yours truly, Verona. So glad that you tuned in with us. Looking forward to having you on the next episode.